a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way down top. Welcome back to the Locker Room Podcast. I'm your host, Oliver. As always, joined by the mystery man, Sharpie. Hello. We, oh, you got to give sound a little bit more excited. It's It's been a week and a half. Um, can you give us another one? I'm so sad. Uh, okay, well, that's justified. Lockie's not here today, which is even more sad because um, it would have been funny to hear him talk about the heat, but... We were going to talk about the biggest thing that's going on in New York, which is Aaron Rodgers signing with the Jets. Yeah, let's go. And the the NFL draft. Jets, Jets, Jets. But um, we'll we'll do that um, when we have Lockie and maybe we'll get Brad back on. And also, prayers up to Brad Sharpie with his injury. (laughs) We hope your quads heals all right, Brad. Um, Sorry to hear. And uh, we wish you well with recovery. Shout out to Lear as well. From the Locker Room Podcast. He didn't do anything. He's just got... He's just my best friend. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> anyway, we'll move on to... Shout out to Frizy as well. He's, he's hurt his ankle. Everyone's injured these days, except for me, which is a surprise. Um, what but... else we don't go hard to the ball? Fuck off. <laughs> it doesn't come down our end. Um, so we'll start off. We've missed, obviously, the end of the first round. So the Heat upset the Bucks, and obviously um, it came out that the uh, coach Budenholzer's brother died during the series, which is very unfortunate and very sad to hear. And he copped a lot of flack before they found that out. Um, I guess, like, you saw what Giannis said about it being a disappointment now. It's obviously been a lot of people agree with it, a lot of people disagree with it. Where do you stand? with about their season being a failure and classed as a failure and what Giannis said. Well, you've known me for a while on what I stand on opinions of things, but this is going to be a time where I disagree with Giannis. I think it is a failure that you don't win. What What are you trying to get to the point where what are you training for? Yeah. Like, like what's all this practice for then? If, you, if you're not going to go out and win a title, it's a failure. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, shit happens. It's a failure, but I mean, that's that's all you yeah. got to do with it. There's other things to laugh at, like the thing with Coach Bud. That's obviously bigger than basketball. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I I initially agreed with Giannis. I'm like, you know what, he's right. But then I kind of thought about it a bit more, and I'm like, well, I feel like there's levels to it because it's not a failure for 29 teams that don't win the championship. It's a failure for the teams that were like like uh, like the Bucks, the number one seed and expected to be at least in the conference finals or the finals. Yeah. Like if they lose in the conference finals, I would agree with it what happens. you said. It's not a it's not a it's not a failure. But losing in you the lose first round. You lose to a playing team. Yeah. Well, fair enough Giannis wasn't there. Well that's the other thing. Giannis wasn't there for two or three two and a half games. I mean you're right to make that excuse, but mm. then that's a that's a failure as a whole team then. Yeah. Because, yeah, Giannis is good, but there's still 14 other pe- people there. Well, I want to lead this on to the Knicks series first round. Would you class 
the Cavs season as a failure, like their post-run season as a failure, because they were only the fourth seed, but they did bring in Donovan Mitchell and they were expected to win at least one series. Um, obviously, they didn't. But would you class that as a failure as well, or would you yeah, class that absolutely. as... That's a failure. Mm. You're three all-stars in that team, man. You're yeah. losing. And Mobley is an absolute star. Yeah, you got Mobley as well. Um, like you, you're getting absolutely bodied by Mitch. Like Mitch Robinson's great. Yeah, I love him. He's he's great center, great rebounder. You know, um, and obviously great, amazing shot blocker as well. Um, but you're getting bodied by him and an injured Julius Randle. Um, I was going to move on to other te- the other first round series and stuff like that, but we've talked about these two teams, so we may as well go into this series that started today. Obviously, the Heat won. Um, but before I get into that, I want to ask you something that did happen after I think it was game five or game four. It would have been game four. So Randall gets sat after halftime or three-quarter time and doesn't get played the whole fourth quarter and then refuses to do um, refuses to do the media. Is that a worry at all for you? Because, like, I know a lot of people are saying that, like, you should come out and say, yeah, you had an off game and... Um, like the team won with like the team still won. Like I know you're upset that you didn't get to play, but you your team still won without you on the court. You should be. I think you should be somewhat like yeah, you're pissed at how you played and that you got benched. But like I think you should go out and at least comment, say something positive about the team getting the win. What do you do? You think it's a worry at all? No, I think it's more. Just let the guys that went out there and did perform well talk. They they think they have the right to talk. Um, yeah, Julius didn't play well. Props to Tibbs for benching him, mm. which is a first. <laughs> um, but a Benching lot of Bulls fans are very angry at that situation. D Rose would still have a um, yeah prime career. Would have had a great career. Well, he's still um, but yeah, no. I mean, it's just shit happens. I feel like he could have. He could have shown that with a lot of other players in throughout the year that had a bad game, and um, he kept just he just kept playing them and giving him the ball, you know. But yeah, it is what it is, really. How worried are you about this series, though? Without, I don't know when Julius is coming back. Um, you're probably in more the know than me. But are you worried about this series without Julius? Because I I know I honestly think that if you've had Julius Randall today, and Throughout the series, you win the series without him. Yeah, I'm, I, I was worried him. before. I was worried even if he wasn't injured. I'm, I'm terrified of Jimmy Butler, <laughs> the free throw, free throw merchant. <laughs> no, not just that. I'm just terrified of him in general. He's yeah, just, him in the playoffs is just fucking. Oh, uh, it's just so scary. I was happy, like not so much happy as in, but I, I could have lived with just getting uh, dominated by the Bucks. Yeah, but the Heat is just different. But the Heat, you look at that as a series, like, we can win that. Like, we yeah. beat Miami this year hmm. in the in the, um, norm, in the the regular season. I think we beat them 3-1 to one or 2-1. to one. Yeah. I think it was 3-1. to one. Um, So, but, yeah, yeah, that's that's not playoffs, so though, as, as a lot of teams have seen hmm. um, with the intensity levels. But I'd like to see the Knicks win, obviously. Yeah. I'd like to see him win the next two games because that means we get one at home. We get one away as well. Yeah. But 
I think I think you're right though. I think if we did have Randall today, as much as I love Obi Top and Randall is yeah. one of the players that can create his own shot. So and he would where bully, Obi's more of a fast break finisher. He would bully Bam. He would get Bam in foul trouble. Yeah. But also as well, I was I was saying this to Lockie. If we have him there, it's it's gonna be Bam versus Mitchell Robinson and Julius Randall. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. That's the, food. Yeah. Who who's their second biggest behind Bam? It's uh Kevin Love. And Kevin Love's not oh. sticking with one of them. No. Um That's but, what I was saying to yeah. I was saying to Lockie yesterday, like Obi Toppin needs to be running out on fast breaks because yeah. he's gonna be coming up against a thirty six year old Kevin Love. By the time Kevin Love turns around, Obi's already at the other end of the court. Man should be back cutting on him all the time. Yeah. Just getting lobs. Um but do you, have you heard anything about Randall's injury about when he could return? I haven't heard. I I heard anything. something that he was uh he was taking like shots. Yeah. Like he he was taking like shots in training. Uh, so I don't know if he can move. It's a sprain, so. And I don't. He's want, just come back from a sprain, so. I don't want to look too forward, too far forward, and put it, this thought in your head. But if the Knicks lose this round. Are you still, like, I don't want to ask if you're happy that you got, like, you getting out of the first round is a step in itself, I feel, for the Knicks. But obviously, with a chance at winning this series, like, a better chance. Like, if you lose to, like you said, if you lose to the Bucks, you're expected to lose to them. Whereas you can beat the Heat. Would you be, obviously, you'd be disappointed, but would you look back at the season and say it was a successful season or is it? Uh, no, I don't think that's good at all. I think that's not good enough being able to lose to the eighth seed. Yeah, yeah. the Bucks did it, but like we we've got more options, I reckon. Like Giannis is one man, but he's also can be recognized as one team because of his ability. But I think we have better scoring options than the Bucks. Yeah. All yeah. round, sort of. And the Heat don't have much. They've just got a lot of hard nosed players. Yeah, and and they've got Jimmy Butler as well. So um, I reckon Vincent if we lose like that again, he won't. Yeah, but who knows? Yeah. I, Jimmy's pushing these players. Yeah, that's true. And um, and you know, uh, I got to give credit to Eric Spolstra. He, he is a good coach. I, I um, do love. Spo. I, I was going I into this eat, thinking. I love Spo. I was going into this thinking. I I think I asked you or Lockie previously before the series started. That before the playoffs started, that if it, if the Heat don't make it, if the Heat gets swept, do you reckon that's it for Spo? Because um, he hasn't really done like yeah, the play, the postseason performances have been great, mm. but I feel like as an owner and or as a GM, uh, you got to look at maybe because you look at their team, they've got Jimmy Butler, yeah. Tyler Hero, who's on, who's their second biggest player on contract, and then you got a lot of G League players or undrafted right. players, and that's Except not necessarily Kyle means that Larry they're bad. But yeah, and you got those those two as well. But Larry played like that today. roster <laughs> lacks so much depth. Yeah, but I think when you got a player like Jimmy Butler who's pushing them a lot, I think You're that's getting the best out of these. Like they should yeah. offer Duncan Robinson that contract. That's a, yeah, that's always going to be a meme with that one. But like Kyle Lowry, like. He seventy points he was, on the bench he, today. He was being memed basically all season, um, mm. and now he comes out and he has what seventeen points, three blocks off the bench. It's just yeah. like he knows when he's not Jimmy Butler in the playoffs, but like 
he plays a lot better in the playoffs rather than yeah. compared to the regular season. But um, the, the Nick the Nick shot poorly as well from three. They shot like seven for thirty from three. I th- I think you suggested that thing to Lockie because I haven't heard the coach spoke thing before. But I personally think, and now I could be very wrong, but like I personally think Coach Spo nearly has that. I, I don't want to go to the level of Greg Popovich, but like I think that Coach Spo will only leave yeah. when he, he wants has tenure. To, yeah, when he, has he wants tenure. to leave because he's earned the merit to stay there. Um, and I think Pat Riley, I think Pat Riley really likes him. So I don't yeah. think he leaves unless he knows that he's not getting the best out of the team or whatever. And he decides to go somewhere different, but I think it's a perfect fit for both of them. Um, I don't see it happening in the next God, five years, to be honest, but I mean, like we, when you're a successful coach at a big market mm. team, I don't know if you would class Miami as a big market team. Yeah. They're a destination team. Yeah. Um, they haven't got but, the history of all the other teams. Like they've got recent history from Dwayne Wade to uh, yeah, and Shaq to LeBron, and then they've got Dwayne Wade again, and then yeah. But um, no, I, I see what you mean though. They're not got the storied history like the Lakers and Celtics and stuff like that. Even yeah, but not many other teams do. Yeah, well, that's true. Like um, you look at the Knicks; they're the biggest team in basketball, like money wise in basketball. And they've only won three championships. Yeah. Um, but no, I think Coach Spo will stay there for a long time. But mm. so, what do you see happening in this series? Give us your prediction, just just quickly. I want a Knicks in six or seven. I can see this going seven. Yeah, I, I reckon it's going to be a good yeah. series too. I just hope I like. I don't think it will, but I just hope that the Knicks don't lose like four one because if they do, that means obviously Randall probably hasn't played at least three games. Yeah. I don't see them winning. I think they can win one game without Randall. And that's it. I think this I think this series will define what the Knicks do with RJ Barrett moving yeah. forward. He played well game and, one. Yeah, and he, and he played well the rest of the Cavs series too yeah. after game three, I think. But that's because of Stephen A. So Oh yeah, true. <laughs> um He's well, apparently now a Knicks supporter. Oh yeah. He, he got caught earlier uh, what was it? In the before the playoffs, saying if it was the Heat or Knicks, who would you who would you want to go through? And he said the Heat, but yeah, I don't know what context it was in. I just saw that short clip. So whether he said something after it, but it's just what he's a fucking joke. He's a joke. Yeah, and that Dom Self dude off Prison Break. I forgot what his real name was. Ian Rap. Uh, no, is it Ian Rap- Rap- Michael Rappaport? Michael yeah, I think Rappaport, that's his name. Not Ian. Rappaport. He who went who publicly went out and said that he's no longer a Knicks supporter. <laughs> And then went to the uh, wherever the, the Barclays Center in yeah. a Nets jersey, watching them. And apparently, he's now back to being a Knicks supporter. Fucking celebrities. No, I'm about, sorry. What about Stephen? I, I didn't realize you were allowed to go wherever you wanted. Walking into the arena as if he's a fucking player, strutting around, dapping up all the security guards. It's disgusting. It's like come on, fucking front runners, man. <laughs> um, Speaking of which, how about them Grizzlies? Well, okay, I was going to move on to that series, but yes, I'll let you take it off. I wanted the Grizzlies to win. Um, I, Liam Sharp, um, yeah. identify LeBron James as the GOAT. Oh, yeah, you did say that you had to, you were going to say that if they won. That makes me sick. Like, I am so happy that those fuckers lost. I, and I, Brandon Clark, you can go fuck yourself. 
Wait, what's wrong with Brandon Clark? Oh, what did he do? No, not Brandon Clark. Dylan Brooks. Yeah, Brandon Clark. Say, yeah, fuck yourself Cl- too. Brandon Clark. Jesus. He's, <laughs> he's been injured the whole series. He's out here catching strays. <laughs> Next thing you're going to say, fucking Stephen Adams. Most nice person I, in the I, league. I did. I, I, I do like Stephen Adams. But what I asked you last night, do you reckon Stephen Adams goes now? I, I, if he was at the Mavs, I, I that would be a great deal. Imagine, I have like, seen a lot of stuff, not from like the n- normal sources of Woj and sh- Shams or Shams, yeah. but I have seen a lot of people try- wanting um, Stephen Adams to go to the Mavs. Imagine him clearing out the paint for Doncic and Kyrie if he stays. Which... I just more reckon that'd be good paint-wise, like oh, yeah. defensive-wise. Um. I think I think that would be a great deal, but obviously we don't know what Kyrie is doing. He was at Lakers game, obviously, the other night, um, and dapped up LeBron. So yeah, if he goes to the Lakers. Fuck me, dude. I'm gonna be so pissed off. Um, I just want him to stay at Dallas. Try it again. Change the team. They need to get like get rid of Tim Hardaway Jr. or someone, and bring in like a good defender that's relatively two way. Like, yeah. Uh, like that can be a some sort of a threat on offense, but mm. I just don't I don't see what they're gonna do. Like Stephen Adams would be a great get, but back to Memphis. I did want Memphis to win, and I did want the Kings to win, and they both lose. And now a lot, what a lot of people actually wanted, by the sounds of it, is the uh, probably one of the last times you would think that you see the uh, Warriors in there sort of dynasty lineup going up against LeBron and AD. Well, basically, it's just LeBron, the storyline. Um, who do you think wins that series? Before I we go back to the Kings, um, Warriors. I don't know. I See, this is what I think. I think that as much as I wanted the Kings to win, like I, I really wanted them to, but Fox with his broken finger... And you saw how much Kevin Looney cooked against... Yeah, Sabonis, man. What the hell was that? Uh, I, I, I was watching the game. And so he he did get out-rebound a lot. But there was also a lot of those ones where they're... Like, you know how someone shoots a three and it bounces off the ring and it just goes up and over someone that's closer to the ring? It happens yeah. in 2K all the time. It just kept... It happened like five times on one possession. And I'm like, it just got a fucking I- magnet or something. I feel like you got to give Kevon Looney his props though. Oh, like he's yeah. he's rebounding that whole that series was unreal. He had three twenty plus rebound games. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in the series. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think I think if the Kings made it to the next round, as much as I'd love them to to have gone to the next round, I think they would have lost just because if Kevon Looney can do that, and I know Anthony Davis can be a bit soft. But I think Anthony Davis would have looked at that and been like, "Yeah, I can, I can actually cook because who's going to guard him?" That the Kings are probably someone that could benefit from having a Stephen Adams on the bench, just a big body. They got no one like seven foot. They need just yeah. one person that's seven foot that can stand there and just box out off the bench. Well, they did have Marvin Bagley, and <laughs> maybe not that guy then. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts on uh, the Lakers Warriors series? Yeah, I, I don't know who's going to win. It's going to be a great series. I'd if like to see. 
I'd like to see the Golden State win. Yeah. Just because, you know, uh, Steph Curry makes the play. But I'd also like to see the Lakers win. Just because I'd like to see, like, how good Vanderbilt can go. I reckon Vanderbilt's been very underrated, and he was a great pickup by the Lakers. Rui Hashimura is what, like, they've, and I can say now, I reckon the role players now are better than their title winning season. I, I, yeah. I know I asked that a couple of times, but I actually think they're better now. Yeah. I think Rui had always been slept on. Like he always yeah. showed the ability and I don't know what happened at Washington. I, I don't know if he was back in Japan for a certain amount of time or it's, something. It's just the wizards. Yeah. Like he had talent and I don't know why he didn't get played. I don't think that's a great yeah. pickup. Like obviously he's not best, not that great defensively, but like he can score. And he's mm. not a liability on defense necessarily. And then obviously, like you said, Vanderbilt is an absolute stud on defense. I just, I yeah, I want the Warriors to win as as much as I dislike them. I I dislike the Lakers more. And I think yeah, that's fair. I think Wiggins will do a job on won't won't do a great job on LeBron, but will do a job on LeBron. And I think the team of Draymond and Looney on AD, I, I don't think AD, like AD looks soft think, in that first series. I think he's going to, he's going to cut I don't reckon Wiggins would be on the run. It'd be Wiggins. Or I reckon they're, I reckon they're putting Draymond. Draymond on him straight away. Draymond's someone that can get in your head straight away. Like, yeah. I, I just think that Wiggins be more mobile and be able to keep, you put Draymond on him, he's getting in foul trouble. So you might put him on there for the first, couple of plays to get into him, but then I'd put I'd switch Wiggins straight back onto him. Which yeah. leads me into my next question about the Warriors. I was hoping that we'd discuss this because they would have lost today, but they didn't. At the end of the season, who do you think they're parting ways with? Draymond or Jordan Poole? Because one of them's going. Jordan Poole, probably. Really? I think they want to keep that that three together. Unless one of them leaves. Just get them to retire there. Yeah. I mean, they don't have any reason unless, unless like they're, it's really, really late in their careers. Mm. Where, I mean, you could say they're in the twilight, twilight yeah. now of their career. But well, it's, it's strange saying that for Curry now, especially yeah. <laughs> considering. But um, he just yeah, he just dropped fifty. But yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't. I I. I think more. You pulls inconsistencies with his shooting. Yeah. I think that's where they'd probably let him go, but I don't know who they who they're gonna get. Well they had another uh, altercation pool and green in game six. I did then, see that off yeah. yeah, on the is that on the bench? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then Curry, and then Curry came up and yeah. spoke to him. Like you can't forget that he did get King Hit that or not King Hit, sucker punched by Dragon yeah. at the start of the season. That, I mean I'd still be linger. very salty at that too. Yeah, that's gonna linger. Um it hurts your reputation when something like that goes public and there's video of it. Um, but I think because Draymond's got a player option next year and I think a player option is for very good, but it's like 30 million or something. It's, it's overs. Like he's worth a lot of money, but I don't think he would be able to get what he's going to get with his player option next year in the open market. So yeah. I think that he'll opt into it and then... I don't know if he'll re-sign after that. Whether he whether he retires after next season, 
I wouldn't be surprised. But I think Draymond probably wants to retire. He'll either want to retire a Warriors player or he'll want to play a season with LeBron. That's what I think. But I tell you, if if I was him, now this might be similar to what you were saying, I think he would be a great fit for the Mavs. Like I know we're probably just putting defensive leaders on Mavs to make them good. But I honestly think he would be a good fit for the Mavs if that was... I mean, it, it works on Atlanta. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not so much John Collins, but I mean, it works. Yeah. It works with Atlanta. Got to get that off, off that fucking max contract. Jesus. I don't mm. know how he got a max contract. That's worse. Like, Michael Porter Jr.'s max contract is still better, I think. Like, I know he's way overpaid, but Michael Porter Jr. is showing glimpse and doing parts for a team that's number one seed. Yeah, no, but that that Nuggets team is like lacking a lot of yeah. talent past Jokic, and it, it, I think it's still a recovering Jamal Murray as well. He, well. He's still not the same player as what he was. We're we're gonna get to that series soon. So before you um, go That's in depth right. about them, um, well let's let's go to our overrated underrated. Now this was gonna be based off last week, but I've yeah, it's my fault again. Um, so overrated, underrated, first player, Devin Booker. I, I'm happy to go first if you that makes it easier. Yeah, you go first because I, I, I don't know. I think um it's it's swayed over his career. So I he was for me, he was overrated when he started getting compared to Kobe, um, the next Kobe Bryant, blah, 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 the whole 70 points. And then when they started to like make their uh, finals push or before that, I felt like they were slight. He was slightly underrated as he was changing his game, and then when he made the MVP push, he was overrated. So it's like he he ebbs and flows, ebbs and flows. I think that's the way, right way to say it. Jesus, um, but for career wise, I think he's slightly overrated, slightly, just slightly, because like he wasn't as good a player as he is without Chris Paul. And I know that leadership and everything as well, but like he had DeAndre Ayton before, so he needs great players around him to be great. Whereas a superstar like, say, um, James Harden in Houston before Chris Paul was there, he was a superstar without him. Um, Joel Embiid, uh, you had Ben Simmons, I guess. Yogi. Yeah, but Harden's still done nothing. He, yeah. Harden's still done the same. Besides the MVP, he's like, which I know that's a big thing compared to yeah. um, what Devin Book has done. Um, I, Harden still hasn't really done anything compared to that. That's Harden been, Harden's been to the finals as well. So with yeah, with the Thunder, with the baby, with the baby Thunder. Yes, yeah, at times. Don't remind me. Um. But no, I think it's hard to say because, like I said, it's changed over the years because people said he was Kobe, next Kobe, and then this and then that. And then he goes underrated, underappreciated for a little bit. But I'm going to go with slightly overrated, although he's still a great player. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I do dislike him, but he is good to watch. I won't get, won't get that. Won't lie about that. But what do you? Where do you stand on this? I'm actually interested to see where you stand. I think he's underrated, but it's more. That's because it's the only option I can go without 
saying that he's a bad player yeah. in being overrated. Because I don't yeah. think he's a bad player. I think he's a great player. But um, I don't know. I don't think the where he's got superstars around to make him great is a thing. I think he's already great without the superstars I, around him. He I think if you take points, Paul but... off that team now, he he still probably does the same. He's got KD there now, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like you can take Chris Paul now, you can take Aiton away. Him and him and KD, I reckon. Yeah, those two could cook. But I guess my question is though, if you took, let's hypothetically say, back to when it was before Chris Paul got there, you take away Paul and KD away, is he going to cook as much as he does with him and Aiton as he would with one of those other two players? Because what those other? Yeah, I, I think you had like Eric Bledsoe and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it was him. Um. No, nah, probably not, but... Yeah. Uh, and, and look, there's no right or wrong answer, obviously, because you can go either way with it. But I I slightly think he's overrated just for that reason, that, like, yes, he dropped 70, but, like, I'm pretty sure they lost the game. Like, they they had dog shit records for with him as the best player um, for multiple times. And obviously, he's still probably the best player when they went to the finals, but... Yeah. Yeah, he had that. Chris Paul's never going to be the best player on a championship team. Never was. Well, not now. Never was, never is going to be. But he's always that best backup player or one of. Um, Anyway, on to the next one, which now it seems even more silly. Jimmy Butler. Underrated and also underappreciated. But Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can just go off this series off the Bucks series because of the Giannis. Like, that's that's always going to be there. Yeah, like recency bias. But they didn't have Giannis. That's always going to be the thing. Let, let, let's, because of recency bias, I like, I know that it's it's hard to exclude, but let's just exclude this playoffs for now, for, for now. So let's go his career when he's gone from the Bulls to the Wolves to the Sixers, Sixers. to the, um, to now at the Heat. I, th- I honestly think, um, the Sixers was probably his most disappointing stint, personally. Yeah. But and Philly shafted the shit out of him. Oh, so yeah. fuck out they did. To be honest, they, they shafted the shit out. They shafted the shit out of Mikael Bridges. So yeah, that's true. Um. So what do you think? Where do you stand, just career wise, not this playoff? Uh, un- un- underrated. Hmm. I, I I also go. I take. I go to the bubble season as well. Yeah. Where how he led that team to the finals. Literally, like, Bam was a good player, mm. but, like, not nearly the player he is now. Oh, maybe. But, um, like, that... I think he's sort of regressed. Even that, yeah. if he hasn't regressed, he's sort of just stabilised. And that's where Duncan Robinson earned his massive contract because he was basically just shooting in an empty gym. Yeah, but that's where a lot of players earned their massive contract yeah. as well. There was no pressure of the fans. I mean, look um, at Randall. We didn't play. He didn't play a single se- game with crowd. And as soon as the playoff came, with a full crowd, he shit the bed. So exactly right. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go underrated. And I th- yeah, like you said, I think he's a bit underappreciated. Obviously, now the whole playoff Jimmy thing is a a thing. Um, but that points to my next question before we get to our last player for overrated, underrated. Is Curry or Jimmy Butler? the best performing player in the NBA playoffs right now? In the current playoffs? In the current playoffs. Yeah, just yeah. these playoffs, just like 
this yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who would you choose? Who, who's the best one? Curry. Yeah, that's... I'm going to go... I'm going to go Butler, only because he had to do it against Drew and Giannis for a couple games. And yeah, actually, I, actually, that's a good point. I rate Drew very highly, and he absolutely got cooked that whole fucking And series. he was terrible on offense as well. Yeah. He took it out of him. I don't know. I haven't seen anyone like make Drew look that poor defensively in a lot. Like what? When he was probably at the Pelicans. Yeah. And and that was early stages. So, but um, it was with the, the boogie and AD days. This one I'm interested about. Last one for overrated, underrated. Chris Middleton. Overrated and overpaid. Okay. We've got a disagreeing. One, but I'll let you go. I mean, you got that big of a contract. You're an all-star. You cannot be shitting the bed like that. So I feel like that's all I really need to say. I mean, he could bounce back, and I could, and you could change your mind. But I, at the moment, I think he's overrated. So I'm not going to be hell bent against it. But like, yes, he's probably getting overpaid. Um, he did just come off an injury though that kept him out for nearly three quarters of the season. He had 30 points in the last game, game seven. But yeah, I think he's underrated just because no one's expecting, I don't think anyone's expecting Chris Middleton to be the second best player on a championship team. I think he is, but other than that, I think he's the perfect third player. The I think that like, let's hypothetically say you've got Jokic as your best player and you've got say Jamal Murray or Jamal Murray or whatever as your second best player. I think Chris Middleton is your probably is a perfect third player on a championship team. And obviously they won the championship, so it's easy to say that. But that's just like I think, I think down to that championship though, that a lot of their that's where their role players stepped up. So yeah. Oh yeah, that no they did. Like but, Bobby Portis, Pat Connington, like those are the players that stepped up. But throughout the playoffs that year that whole like that net series, Middleton played unreal. I think it was the Nets. Mm. Yeah, he played very well. And I think when it's it's harder for him when he's got p- players like Giannis who can't shoot. Uh, well, can't really shoot. You got Drew Holiday that's very inconsistent at shooting. And then obviously you got the bench players that can shoot somewhat. But like he's sort of the only really... You're Brooke Lopez as well. And yeah. sixth man of the year nominee, Bobby Portis. I think, I think that Chris Middleton's probably the only genuine shot creator on that, like Drew Holiday p- makes plays, but he doesn't create shots to the le- near the level of Chris Middleton. I think he's personally underrated, but in saying that, a rumor came out that the Rockets are entertaining trade ideas for Jalen Green, for Chris Middleton, or James Harden. And I think that is the most stupid thing for a- either of the teams to do. Uh, yeah, that's that's. Horrible. I think that's really stupid. I think you got a great coach there, well, but yeah, it just depends on if Yudoka wants to be in a rebuilding team, though. Well, he but, has I mean, to he's be. committed. He yeah, he's committed, so he has to now. And I just I don't rate Jalen Green whatsoever. Like he can pop off for thirty points, but he will take thirty shots to get it. I, I I'm still very salty at him because he lost me my he lost me money last year when I had him for rookie of the year. <laughs> um, and you too, Keegan Murray. <laughs> No, but I think it's, yeah, I think he's very, Jalen Green's very overrated, I think, um, because he took Josh Giddy's fucking first 
all rookie team somehow. Somehow. Yeah, I, I still hate Ed Davis for taking RJ Barrett. So, well, yeah, that's just fucking stupid though. That, but then again, so is this one with Jalen Green. Um, we'll take a quick break and we'll get back for the last couple series. And we're back. So we've got the two final series to go through. I think we've been through everything else. So correct me if I'm wrong. Um, we'll go to the other one that hasn't started yet before we get to the one that actually has, or the other one that actually has. Celtics Sixers. So the Sixers won what four one? No, they swept. Sorry, they swept the um, Nets. But Joel Embiid has a PCL. I want to say PCL tear. Uh, LCL. 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 So it's another knee injury. He's doubtful for game one, and he's not. Pro- he, they're not saying he's doubtful for game two, but it doesn't seem likely he'll be playing for game two. And obviously against a Celtics team that somehow struggled against the Hawks. I mean, I feel like the Hawks always do that to some team in the playoffs. Obviously they did it to the Knicks, but like they somehow win a couple of games. But I feel like the Celtics... They did it to Philly as well. Yeah. They're always going to win against... I think the Celtics were always going to win. But I guess with Embiid out, do you, do you give the Sixers any chance to win this series if Embiid's not playing the first two games? If you're going to put Grant Williams on Harden, then yeah, they're going to sweep him. I think they need to, like I said, they need to stop with that shit. Derek White needs to be on. He's a fucking sick. Marcus Smart, former deep. Yeah, Marcus Smart. I, I like, I, I actually rate, sometimes I rate Derek White more than. Oh, I, I love Derek White. He's so, I think he's so underrated. Like he just flies under the radar on what, what the third best team in the league. That, that Heat series last year, Derek yeah. White, why it really showed out. Hmm. I yeah, he's a stud. He's I love him. But I think and people argued that that trade initially was wasn't a good trade. Like he you can hear Lockie in the background. Um, well I mean Romeo Langford wasn't really doing much, so I doubt. Yeah. Well yeah, that's, that's true. like because that's a steal really. Hmm. And like now they got Brogdon on the bench. They're, yeah. they're still relatively deep. They got Blake Griffin that does nothing, but it's still funny that he's just on the Celtics. So you got four defensive options to go at hard. Yeah. So foul trouble, it's not gonna really gonna be much of a big deal. Grant Williams on uh Tobias Harris or Tyrese Maxey. Well, who's gonna start center? Is it Ed Reed or whatever his name is, the big the big fella from Philly? Oh, Paul uh, Reed. Yeah. Oh, Paul Reed, not Ed Reed. Sorry, that's Ed yeah. Reed. You could, probably him, and and he's not, and he he's no slouch. Um, yeah, he's no slouch. He's no easy match. I I still I I'm not saying he's an all star, but he's still a great player. Yeah, good role player. Not like Looney, not level of Looney, but a similar sort of thing yeah. where he does his role really well. Um, so where do you, where do you see this series going? How do you see this shaping out? If Embiid doesn't play, I reckon Celtics in five. If he does, if Embiid if he does, let's play, say he comes back at game three, I still, I probably could still see Celtics in six, maybe. Yeah. I, I feel I like think, it's it's yeah. just delaying the inevitable, really. I think the Celtics, like I don't know what it is, but I feel like the Celtics are the Sixers' hoodoo team. Like I, the Sixers just can't beat them. I feel like. Um, mm. Obviously, they swept them when they didn't have Ben Simmons and Embiid was playing. Um, I, I just don't want to see Embiid winning. Okay. Yeah. I just want to see Missoula do well as well. Like, they've gone all in on him now, and I'm happy they have. Good for him. He's deserved it. But, like, 
if Ema Udoka has a good season next season at the Rockets and the Celtics don't go well this playoffs and then drop off a little bit next year, then it comes a question, did they make the right decision to... But that's all long down the line. Um, I think the Celtics win in five. I think the Sixers will win one game at home with Embiid back, and then yeah. that's it. I I, th- I don't see how they can win, like unless Maxi shows out, like has a thirty point game on the road, and Harden plays like gets thirty five points or something again, returns to Houston Rockets Harden, but and, and I like Maxi and. I looked at him before the draft. I looked at his um, tape and um, I looked at his workout footage. I thought this guy looks like he, he, he fell within the range of Emmanuel quickly. And I thought the Knicks were going to try and get him. Yeah. But um, it was unlucky. But yeah, he's a great player. But I, I just, it's, it's unfortunate because with him beating his flopping ass. He shouldn't have kicked out at um, Claxton or whoever dunked on him and then he threw up his leg. Yeah. To try and kick him and didn't get yeah. a technical for some reason or yeah that's that's just soft it's karma <laughs> um but in saying that oh, what was i was gonna say um fuck, i've completely forgot what i was gonna We're say talking about the sixes yeah um oh boy oh no so i've remembered it now good memory um this is a serious question is Jalen Brown more consistent than Jason Tatum? No. Like, I, I, you, I, I, I think Tatum's more consistent. I think they're both... Like, Tatum, when he doesn't play well, he still gets, like, he still gets it 20 points, but he shoots horrible. Like, he'll take a lot more shots. Whereas Jalen Brown, he plays it bad. He'll get 15 points, shooting okay. And I think... I still think Tay, uh, Brown's a lot better defender. Not a lot better defender, maybe not a lot better, but I just think that it's a lot of it worries me how often during playoff games that Tatum might shoot like terribly and they're it's a really close game when they should arguably be up by a lot more. Um, but maybe I'm losing my mind. I'm not saying that Jalen Brown is more consistent, I just thought maybe that's a good question. Maybe it's a see what you think, but. Mm. I'm probably sounding crazy, but um, it's just an, it's just an opinion. Everyone's yeah. allowed to have one. We'll move on to the next game. Oh, the last series, the Nuggets versus Suns. Now, I can already tell that you probably actually no, I don't know who you want to win. I want the Nuggets to win, um, and I want, I them want the to, Nuggets to win. I want them to win in five, just to embarrass them. And the Nuggets are the only team I want to come out of the West now. So, um, I might have to buy a Denver jersey, but. What are you? Did you watch Game One by any chance? Uh, yes, I was back and forth watching it, but uh, yeah, I, I watched a little bit of it. So then, yes, like they obviously smashed them, and I hope to see that again. But there's only two concerns, and obviously, the, you would think the concerns are on the Sun side of things. But my two concerns are: one, you're not going to get Aaron Gordon shooting like he did in game one where he shot like seven for seven or something in the first half or five for five in the first half and then finished shooting very efficient still. And then Jamal Murray, obviously he's a star player and he was just hitting every single shot. I don't see him doing that 
five out of the seven games out of a seven game series. I don't see him doing it that often. But what do you think? Who do you think is going to win this series? And what do you think the Suns actually have to do to win a game? Because they got absolutely smashed. DeAndre Ayton didn't look interested. Um, and you, that's a big deal when you're going up against Jokic. Um, well, yeah, you just got to try and stabilize Jokic. That's it. But I mean, Ayton's been shown up. He's been like, uh, like exposed before in, yeah. in big time situations. So Aiden just needs to step up and they just sort of needed, they just either need to just stop one of the two of Booker yeah. and Durant. Yeah. And no, I think Bruce good. Brown did, is going to be doing that. Mm. He's got a big task ahead of him. Him and, and KCP. K- KCP as well. Yeah, I was about, I was just about to get onto <laughs> KCP as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I I want the um want the Nuggets to win. I tell you what though, I love watching Aaron Gordon defend KD and play like he's done so well this year defending those like big forwards and stuff. He's and, improved a lot defensively. Yeah, well, he, at one point he was in like the top three or top five for the depoy. He was obviously never going to win win it, but then they wanted him to get into all defensive. Whether he does or not, I'm not sure. But like he he been doing a good job but like obviously KD and Booker still played really well in game one but mm. they also played 40 plus minutes whereas yeah. Jokic only played 32 minutes because the Nuggets went like plus 12 without him on the court so they still did their job without him on the court and I'll tell you who I do like I'm gonna fuck up his name but his last name's Braun is it Braun? Braun? Brown Brown so I see yeah I, not Bruce Brown, the other one. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not tripping balls. The... He's got bunnies, that dude. Yeah, he's he's good. He's little he's, he's got that hops. Um but I guess do you see how long how many games do you see this series going? Six or five. I can't and, see a game seven. And what do you think happens to the Suns if they do lose? Do you uh, think do you think Cancun one... the next day? Do you think anyone will leave the team, whether it be Aiton or Chris Paul? Um, obviously, they need more depth. But they got fucking Terrence Ross on the bench and they don't play him a single minute. Yeah, and they got Jock Landale. Yeah, they did put Jock Landale yeah. in there for a little bit. He did. He you did got NBL MVP Jock Landale. Yeah. Court. It's like having Andrew Bogut. And look at what the Warriors yeah. did with Andrew Bogut. That's... Yeah. He would, he would clamp Jokic as much as I wouldn't like to see it. He would. Um, no, but I, I think, I think that's, I agree. I think the Nuggets win in six and I hope they do. Um, we'll finish it off there. We won't go into the AFL because Richmond lost and Collingwood How won. How good are the Western Bulldogs, Bulldogs in Bont's 200th game? The doggies get it done against Hawthorne. <laughs> yeah, against Hawthorne. Let's just leave that. <laughs> and Richmond lost to Gold Coast and we've lost And only eight- favorite team beat Adelaide. Fuck off. Yeah, Collingwood Collingwood. came out today when complaining about the umpires. And I think did. that, yeah, that, this, and before you get angry oh, about I'm not it, angry. I'm just there confused. were a lot of questionable decisions. I think Ash Johnson should have got a free kick. Nathan Murphy not getting a free kick when he got pretty much punched in the face, bleeding and everything. Ah, pussy. Um, 
No, I, uh, I can't believe I just didn't know that that happened. I, I only watched, I think I watched the first and then a second half of the third in the fourth quarter. Um, I, I think they're going to pull out of their ass. I thought it was, I thought it was umpired pretty well from what I saw. There was a, there was a couple of missed calls for Collingwood that I did see. And then there was one big, there was two big calls missed for Adelaide in the last two minutes um, on Riley O'Brien. But it, I said, it was to, Adelaide's game to win. Yeah. I said, and they I, didn't. I said to Lockie and Fryzy, I'm like, if they're not, if they're putting their whistles away and they're not calling it both ways, then good. Leave it at that. But if you're going to call it one way, if you're going to call it for something on one team, do the keep it consistent. And I, I was like, that's why I liked it. Game. Yeah, that's why I liked it. Like they kept their whistles away for the last few minutes, and they. No, I meant it was inconsistent. Oh yeah. Oh, I. Essendon got all yeah. the calls. Oh, he's disgusting. Cool. No, they did. It was disgusting. It was bad. It, they're maybe they're making up for what happened three years ago when it was clearly rigged for Collingwood against Essendon, and that's when they booed Pendlebury for getting the medal. That is possibly the worst game I've ever seen officiated. But that was like. What, How good is Nick Dacos though? And Adelaide did well on Nick. They Dacos. did very well on him. He didn't. He still what had twenty five, but I don't think I. I don't know. I didn't notice any of them. Like he had a couple mm. of memorable things, but like, I don't. Yeah, I don't think if he gets if he gets votes in that game, I swear to God, I swear to God. But um, do you reckon that's the Adelaide have laid the blueprint out to how to contain? I just, I just don't know if teams can achieve what they've done. I think Adelaide... they got Sydney this week, so... I think Adelaide having... I, I just think Adelaide play their home ground so well that, and they've got such a small and active forward line. They know... I, I said, I'm like, they're probably putting that hinge or that um uh, peddler or someone on him just to... Someone that can tackle and run for not as much as Dacos, but like... I don't know. It's... I think if you put too much effort into stopping day cost, you go away from your own game plan. So if you're mm. if you think you're a better team than Collingwood, then you shouldn't be doing it. But whereas Adelaide, probably not a better team than Collingwood, they can afford to try something and it nearly worked. It probably should have worked. They should have won the game. Yeah, but, if they only had a kick straight, they would have won. But I said to my mate at work, I said and I said to Fozzie, I'm like, Collingwood can keep doing this as long as they want in the in the season, but when it comes to the finals, they've lost two prelims by a point. So they're not doing it when it counts. And they obviously lost to Geelong last year in the qualifying final. What was that prelim they did win though? I don't recall, but that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Before I go though, who have you got winning the finals? Uh... Sorry, actually finals matchup. We won't go who wins. We'll just go finals matchup. Uh, the, the Knicks versus the Nuggets. Let's go. I reckon uh, we could, if we win this and, and the Celtics win, we could knock off the Celtics. That would be an unreal series. That's why I want to see the Knicks win. But but then again, no, I don't think Celtics heat is a bigger draw than it used to be. Like we saw that in the bubble. That's all I need. I want to see Knicks versus Celtics. And we saw it last year as well. Did we? Yeah, that was oh, the yeah. Eastern Conference Finals last year. Celtics went to the finals oh, against the Warriors. Oh, fuck, it was too. Yeah, yeah the Jimmy Bucks, Butler missed the that Bucks shot. Was the, year before. The, yeah. the Bucks was, it was the Bucks in Atlanta. Yeah, I want something different. I want something different. I don't want to see Bucks, uh, Heat, Celtics. So I'm going to say 
I'm going to say the Knicks go through, but I'm going to say Celtics versus Nuggets only because I want the Nuggets to win. And I think... I don't want the Knicks to get into the finals because I'm not going to be here to watch it. That's going to be... Imba- and you know what time it's going to be on over there in England? Probably the same time as what it, what it was yep. today. About it's, three at like, in the it's at like 2 a.m. It's, it's yeah, like that, that time. So That's prime time games as well. Yeah, I go prime time for you days. as well. I go in 24 days and the finals is next month. I'm going to miss the draft lottery. Oh, no. How am I going to do the podcast? I'm I'm not going to miss the draft, so I'm here for that. Even though the Knicks don't have a pick. Is there a point in me doing the live draft lottery if OKC aren't in the top three or top five or top ten? No, not really. I just want want to see where... um, Who gets the Wembenyama sweepstakes. Yeah. Might chuck a bet on it. The odds are pretty good. I just don't want him to go to Houston. I I, I tell you what. I think he's. I think it, the draft picks going to Spurs. Honestly, yeah, I think, I, think it's I got. I got Spurs. Spurs as well. And I don't. Like know that, how that's I feel the, about that's that. the foundation there. We got yeah. Wembenyama to build off, and Popovich, who's about five times his age. Yeah, probably. I don't want to see. I I do wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing him go to Portland, but I I don't want. <laughs> I don't want him to to go anywhere. I don't want him to go to Detroit. I would maybe um. Maybe Portland are paying the league a little bit of cash to keep Damian Lillard. Um, the yeah, one it's like a Derrick Rose situation or they're a keep, Zion Williamson situation. They're keeping Lillard a one-team player, and they're like, you know what? He's not going to stay unless we get Wembenyama. So the, the league's just like, all right, we'll give you Wembenyama, and then they'll draft Scoot Henderson. <laughs> That's something they would do. Actually, no, they've got the. You, you the, still got. Who's you the still draft got Grady as well. That they signed last year. Oh, um, I oh, forgot his name, mate. Hey. How have I forgotten his name? He's like their assistant GM yeah. or something. I forgot. Oh, sh- um, James. Is it Shivoni or something? Oh, uh, Jonathan Givoni. Yeah, Givoni. That's it. Yeah, yeah, Jonathan Givoni or Givoni, one of the yeah. two. However you say it. Oh, we got. I listen to his pod. I listen to his podcast. I haven't listened to the low podcast in a while. Exactly. Yeah, I've been getting, I still get notifications and I just keep missing them. Well, thanks for listening. Oh, oh fucking. <laughs> Thank you for joining, Sharpie. Yeah, too easy. I, um, I, will, I will probably listen to this. We've only got two or three more weeks left with you. Yeah, which for is, two months. Which is sad times. We'll just have to wake you up at 2 a.m. in the morning to join the podcast. <laughs> keep spamming i'll just send it to you so you can just drop in for like five minutes when you're waking up and then then leave again i think so like i won't know anything about like what's going on because i won't be on my phone as much just be an instagram fan yeah no I'm, plenty of that I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss i'm gonna miss so much i'm gonna miss i'm gonna miss so much baseball i'm gonna miss oh, well, the rest the of the Oakland season days aren't doing anything anyway so I, yeah well they're moving yeah, well, they're your team now as well. So we, we support uh, Oakland Cubs. Days. We love the Cubs. We love Oakland days. How about sport... the NFL draft though? Just a little little, little bit on it. Yeah, oh, well, we'll touch on it. I'll, we'll go in depth more about it. But I think that Will Levis is going to be a stud. I honestly think he is. I, I know he slipped out of the first round and all those memes about his girlfriend and everything. But um, I think he's going to be a stud. But yeah, what are your thoughts on the... The draft, just a quick. I don't know. I didn't watch it. <laughs> well, fucking, why did you ask about it? <laughs> you coward. <laughs> and 
Anthony Richardson. He's going to be fun to watch for the Colts as well. Colts have a good O-line. Patriots felt like they only drafted defenders. They drafted... Saints had two picks. I didn't have any interest in watching it. I think the Patriots drafted a couple of... I think it was like one or two offensive players, but it was basically all defense. Although we did get one of the, I think we got the best cornerback in the um, in the draft. So Bill Belichick's going to... And we're going to need it with a fucking division full of Aaron Rodgers, bloody Josh Allen, and Tua. But... Yeah. Patriots are going to Patriot. So Wemmin Yama sweepstakes next year. So... Um, Thanks for joining us, Sharpie. Get it right this Yeah, no worries again. Again. Um, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. I'll like your Bye. choppers. Are you careless?